0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I'm your host, Garrett Morlang, and here in the studio with me is... I'm your secondary co-host, JJ Purdom. And uh, we are coming to you live this week.
1: We are live, live in at, his studio. Live at five. It's, no, that's... it's actually like four
0: 4.30. I wish it was
1: 4.30. I got here a little late. <laughs> <laughs> I told Garrett, like, dude, I'm getting off work. I'm there, bro. You just trust me. I'm, I'm going to be there. He called and he's like, dude, I'm five minutes from the studio. And I'm like, okay, so I'm more like an hour away. Um, <laughs> I'm making coffee right now. And according to my GPS, I'm going to be there a little bit later. So I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> I'm sorry no about worries. keeping you waiting. Uh, but. I
0: got coffee. You you wanna you want some coffee? No, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. Thanks. Uh but no, yeah, it's uh been a been a crazy weekend. What do you say about that? I don't know. I just feel like it's been lots of cool games we've been playing, lots of cool movies we've seen. I I saw been, I saw a movie on the weekend. I
1: played games like you can't believe. We'll yeah. talk about that a little bit later. Um so there might there may or may not have been an all nighter. Uh, <laughs> may or may not have been. We'll talk about that I pulled a
0: couple as well. So. Did you? Right there with you.
1: I I uh, was hoping to save this for later, but I'll go ahead and just drop drop it like it's hot. I stayed up until 4 o'clock in the morning.
0: Okay, well, you you pulled a real all-nighter. I yeah. stayed up until like 1, 1.30, and I was done.
1: Yeah, but. I don't know what happened, but I was playing. Everything's quiet. The kids are asleep. The wife's asleep. Pretty soon, you you're playing, you look over at the clock and go, Oh my gosh, it's two o'clock in the morning. And then you're like, okay, man, I'm just one more mission. I'm just a little, just one
0: little, more mission, just bit, one more,
1: little further. And then pretty soon you look back at the clock and it's three fifty, and you're like, what the what? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, he'll say I then set the alarm for seven thirty. Uh, did I do it? So I had the day off. Did I do it so I could jump up and then, uh, get Stuff done, and no, I did it so I could wake up before everybody else. i play more games. I have an addiction, dude. I have a that's real horrible. problem. So, you you, go to that's bed not for, even a joke for
0: three hours. And you have no up. idea. Oh, I was man. a
1: zombie and a horrible human being the rest of the day.
0: You're a horrible person.
1: Yeah, I really am.
0: <laughs> no, I Friday night I stayed up. I got a lot of gaming in Friday night. It's pretty awesome. So, uh, I uh, was home Friday. Me and Shep just chilling, played with some sweet Fisher-Price toys, you know, living the life. And then uh, Judy was out hanging out with her friends. Well, 7 o'clock rolls around, Shep goes down, and I'm like, oh, well, what am I going to do now? I popped in that Resident Evil, and, man, that was fun. But, uh, oh, yeah, that's that, awesome. that was the night I Wait, stayed up Shep, until, like, one in the morning. Was Shep there telling
1: you where to go and kind of guiding yeah. you?
0: Right, yeah, just like I used to do with my dad. Just know? like
1: you had to do with me recently, <laughs> Samesies. Yeah, uh, you know what's so cool about that is, like, cool stuff with your son, like watching him grow up and then pretty soon he's going to be changing your diaper and watching out for you.
0: Uh, I, I, I I I already told Shep if I ever get to the point where I'm on a diaper, he just needs to off me. Just, just take me you out. On. Just take me out of this You're world. like, dude, like,
1: just check me out. I'm, yeah. I'm ready to check out.
0: I don't know if he understood me or not, but I, I remember, <laughs> he's <I've> already
1: just, <laughs> He's just looking at you like, I'm hungry. I want to <laughs> eat. Well, I, I had an interesting thing happen earlier today. Uh, my wife called me and as she is want to do, she will call and it's the most important thing in the whole world at that moment. She said, I want you to know that your son, because now that's how she talks, your son, he needs to stop watching YouTube. He's done watching YouTube for the next two weeks. And so I'm like, okay, I'm I'm with the customer at the moment. And I <laughs> excuse myself from the customer. Uh, watch him and say, what, what's going on? What happened? You know, And, and I'm I'm extremely like I could tell that she's upset and I'm like what's what's happened and she's like he said a naughty word and I'm like oh, okay I'm thinking like oh man did he say the f word <laughs> oh no no it's even worse than that Garrett it's it's worse than the f word and if you if you see him don't bring it up cuz it's going to be a sensitive subject but my son is 7 years old we've never had to teach him anything about racism or any of oh, that no. kind of stuff at all He started watching Eminem videos. Oh, no. Um, He found Lose Yourself, uh, the rap video.
0: That's a slap right there. My son
1: walked into the room. That song slaps. Earlier today, he walked into the room to his little sister, his three-year-old sister, (laughs) and his mom, and proceeded to say, (laughs) Yeah, that
0: happened. Oh, no.
1: Yeah, and my wife was just floored. And Garrett... I had the hardest time not laughing uncontrollably because he thought it was just a greeting. He thought it was a greeting. And it's like, oh, no, son, no. I mean,
0: he meant well and good. He
1: thought so. (laughs) And so when mom started screaming, and the claws came out, he's like, oh, it was not good. So. And unfortunately I had to come to the podcast so I have not had a chance to talk with them and just try to like encourage them and say mom didn't mean to scream at you but she doesn't want you to get beat up. (laughs) So yeah that happened today. So I I, uh that's what I got to deal with when I get home.
0: Fun. Oh yeah. (laughs) That's great. That's uh yeah definitely one thing I don't know if I'm looking forward to is just all the crazy stupid things I'm sure Shep will do and say like how how am I going to deal with that? Like I I Don't even know how to begin thinking about that.
1: He's already told me, he said, dad, I love hip hop. (laughs) No, that's fine. It's fine music, but like, I'm worried about some of the messages that are in that and then the language especially. So yeah, now I've got to, I've got to have that talk with him tonight. Mom's already kind of talked, but she came from a place of anger. So, uh, so yeah, uh, (laughs)
0: Maybe we should move on to the nerdy I nudes. What do you say?
1: I love the nerdy nudes.
0: Okay, let's get into it then. <laughs> okay. Uh, our first uh, news article on the docket here is from Nicole Drum over at comicbook.com. Gotham's David Mazouz, I'm assuming it's pronounced, uh, wants to play Batman in the movies. Um, so for those of you who have not watched the hit series on TV? I guess I don't know what Wait, I was going to say. Is it a
1: hit? Is it a hit?
0: I I think it's great. I love it. I don't know. It's a hit to me. <laughs> me and Trudy love it. It's a hit in the Morling House. Uh, That's
1: what counts, right? Uh,
0: I think it's on Fox, if I remember right. But um, yeah, Gotham, the show, and it's like um, really a really cool take on the Batman universe. Uh, Bruce Wayne is still just a young teenager Uh, all the villains are like younger and up like it's before they are like who they are in the Batman series. so like Penguin is still like this young punk just with no like regard for anything and not very bright but you know he has a lot of mistakes to make before he learns his lessons and it's kind of neat to see him him grow and change and there's Poison Ivy and Catwoman all these people but before they are you know those characters so it's cool to see kind of like all their origin stories from this interesting point of view. It's obviously not the same as the comics. They take their own little liberties, um, with, it. liberties with it, but sure. it, it makes it really fun. Uh, it's currently in its fifth and final season right now. But uh, in an interview with Cinema Blend, Mazzuz, who plays Bruce Wayne, um, said that he's interested in suiting up as the iconic iconic hero in movies with one condition: he needs a few years to get prepared for it. Um, so he's he. Later on in the interview, he definitely um, acknowledges, he's like, I know I'm short and I'm skinny and scrawny, like I'm still a kid. I think he's like 18, but he's still like, uh, he's he's a smaller 18-year-old. And so he's like, just give me a couple years, let me like basically hit puberty here <laughs> and uh, grow into, you know, get my, you know, grow some muscles, work on my height a little bit, and then he's he wants to play Batman, which is so cool to see. Like he's already played a young Bruce Wayne. I don't know. It'd actually be really neat to that'd like for neat. him to like go from be, being playing Bruce Wayne as a kid and then you know one day be able to play him as like you know the Caped Crusader. You know, do you know that that name for Batman? Have you heard no. that before?
1: No, they don't. They don't call him that.
0: They do actually. I, some some weirdo told me about it a couple weeks ago, but I don't,
1: <laughs> I don't think I don't think they call him that. <laughs> yeah.
0: but okay. Um, so, yeah, I just, so yeah, so
1: the Dark Knight. I know that one. Yeah
0: let well, that's everyone knows that, of course. But Do uh, they?
1: Do they really?
0: Yeah, <laughs> just like how everyone knows <laughs> that he's called the Cape Crusader. <clears throat> well,
1: I'm gonna have to look that up. I've Googled that. I'll Google that the <laughs> Go moment ahead. we get out
0: of the fact Fact checked me right here. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, so I, I've really enjoyed the Gotham series. Um, Mazuse has a lot to learn in his acting career. I don't think his acting chops are necessarily very like. I don't think he has very much under his belt. Um, but he's also, I don't know, he's done a a good job in Gotham. Like he's he definitely has a lot to learn, but he's not done a terrible job either. So I don't know. I think it'll be kind of cool. So. i kinda
1: of sad to to say that as much as I love the DC universe, I've never actually seen Gotham. But you should check it out. You've made it sound pretty intriguing. Uh is it on Netflix that you're aware of?
0: Uh, we watch it on Hulu.
1: Okay, I've got the Hulu as well, so I can do that. am
0: pretty sure all the seasons are on there. Okay, all right. At least the most recent one, that's because we watch it, you know, as soon as it comes out the next day, we can watch it on there, but... Okay, so next
1: next week, look forward to me telling you that how I watched uh, some of Gotham. I stake your life on it, Morling, your life.
0: Sounds good. Um, I'm actually looking at, uh, his, uh, acting credits here, and, uh... He hasn't really been in much. He was in an episode of The Office apparently, as a uh, Robert California's son. <laughs> <laughs> so Burt California. So you know, have you ever seen The Office? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Robert California, uh, played by James Spader. Oh. Not, James, not Spader. Is it Spader?
1: James Spader. He's from. Okay. Uh, yeah. I. Stargate. And. Then, yes. uh, like the greatest show on television, Blacklist. Yes.
0: Yes. Sorry, I just there's a couple different spade i i was thinking mixing david up Dave, spade. david spade and james spader i always there's,
1: <laughs> there's no no similar exactly the same in my they're, head there are no similarities whatsoever
0: <laughs> uh anyways yeah so he plays <laughs> james spader's son in in the office so that's kind of funny i
1: think gary just had a breakdown here in the studio just in case any of you guys are wondering <laughs> nobody's wondering
0: no one was running everyone everyone knows <laughs> no. um but, no, I think it'll be cool, especially with the news last week. We talked about how uh, um, they're looking for a younger Batman. Um, granted, it sounds like the schedule that the Batman movie is currently, like the trajectory, they're working down. Um, I don't think David will be ready for to play the young Bruce or Batman, basically, for that 2020 movie.
1: No, they'll they'll probably start but, to film that soon. Yeah, but so, yeah, so he
0: probably won't be able to make it in this movie, but he's totally down to play the next Batman. I'm like... Cool. Yeah. Bring him, bring him. And he, I mean, he's already, he already knows kind of like the Bruce Wayne character. Like, I don't know. I feel like he'd have an even better, um, kind of like grasp on the ins and outs of this character because having basically played him for, uh, already like four or five years now. And, uh, which
1: is longer than anybody else.
0: Exactly. Yeah. He has like more years on Batman than anyone else. So, mm-hmm.
1: you know what I, I would love to see in the Batman movie. Um, I know we're not calling it the Batman. It's the, it's the Batman. The, un, the <laughs>
0: untitled, untitled Batman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what I would, what I would love to see is cameos from all the other guys who have played Batman. Now, obviously, you would have, you though? Like, I yes. just feel like
0: that'd be so cheesy. It's no, like, that's, so corny. Who
1: doesn't love cheese, dude? That's what my whole life is about, cheese, dude. Including on the keto diet, cheese. I love it, Val Kilmer. You know, it just happens to bump into Val Kilmer uh, in the grocery store. You know, I do, I don't know. Uh, I George like Clooney he... is, is like the, the mayor, you know, the, the chief Gordon or whatever could be played by uh, whoever the other Christian Bale. <laughs> there or you something. go. Christian Bale in there. And they could all be like, oh, Gordon. that man. No, I don't.
0: I just feel like I love cheese, too, dude. No, it'd be great. Way too corny.
1: Or if they were all like in a room of all they're like all the bad guys. You know, and Batman's just there.
0: All the previous Batmans the previous play Batmans. the other villains.
1: Or they could play Batmans from other universes. Oh my gosh. See, that would be cool. Mind they, did, blown. they did an
0: Into the Mind Spider-Verse. Blown. Into the Spider-Verse, but with Batman. There you go. Or they
1: could do the Into the Spider-Verse with Spider-Man in the Batman movies. Mic drop.
0: Well, that doesn't make sense.
1: I just, you just think about it. Mic drop.
0: Mic drop. Okay. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Think what you want to think.
1: Well, they can't do Into the Spider-Verse and Batman. No, I know they can't. You speak crazy. You
0: brought up the idea first. That's not how the people (laughs) are going to remember it. The
1: people are going to remember it differently.
0: Anyways, I just thought that was neat. Um, And if you haven't watched Gotham, go check it out. It's definitely on Hulu and might be on Netflix, but not sure about that. But awesome show. Trudy and I look forward to it every week. Also, I
1: just recently learned out this week. uh, You learned out? You did not. What? Go ahead. You do not want to like say to your friends, hey, dude, we should like Netflix and chill. I thought that all the kids were saying that because um, I thought it was like, you know, we could like watch something on Netflix and hang out. That is apparently not what it means. There's a double entendre to that. Yeah. There's a hidden meaning. Yes. It means sex. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, Pastor Tim, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry for mentioning that we should- Hang out and watch <coughs> Netflix and chill.
0: It's fine to watch Netflix, like, hey, no, come but, over and watch Netflix. Yeah, he but it's it's the <clears> the <throat> phrase I, Netflix and chill.
1: I now have to meet him every Tuesday for counseling. Yeah,
0: yeah. well, you just gotta, have, you know, you just, you just gotta have friends that understand you. You know. Yep. You no, know,
1: <laughs> I'm not cool with the vernacular, Garrett. I keep trying to tell you, I'm kind of old, and uh, I wish somebody would have told me.
0: I would have told you, but I didn't know. Well, you knew, huh? I didn't know. I didn't you know I, like, didn't, I didn't know you knew. Oh,
1: <laughs> I didn't know.
0: <laughs> I didn't know you didn't know.
1: Oh, I know now. And if you guys <laughs> want, you can Google what the meaning is so you have a fuller, broader understanding. No,
0: don't do that. <laughs> There's no do need not, for that.
1: Do not do that. Don't do
0: that. I mean, we're all adults here, but don't do that.
1: Oh, last week you said like a whole bunch of kids listen to our program. Well, maybe
0: there are kids. You never know.
1: I don't, I don't think... Maybe kids at heart. I don't think there's any children that listen to this program. Mm,
0: you never know. Uh, their parents will not let us. I mean, it's clean. I beep I beep everything you say out, whether, it's bad, whether it's bad or not. <laughs> whether right? it's bad
1: or not, right? or not.
0: I just beep it out <laughs> just to make sure. <laughs> hmm, is that bad? Maybe I should beep that out. <laughs> Basically, whenever you say something I don't know the meaning of, I just beep it out.
1: Right? <laughs> I'm kidding. starting to like, question whether I, uh, like I listen back to the podcast sometimes and I'm like, what did I say there?
0: I have no idea. <laughs> I think he's just throwing in random bleeps. Yeah, and that is the fun of it. <laughs> I love being in control. All righty, let's move into this next news piece here by Dan Zinski over at Screen Rant. Ghostbuster star Ernie Hudson spoke to Jason Reitman about new film. So the original Ghostbuster star Ernie Hudson revealed that he has reached out to director Jason Reitman about the new Ghostbuster sequel currently being prepared for a 2020 release. News that another new Ghostbusters is in development came out of the blue just last month. This, uh, oh, with an either early teaser already being offered up. So the original one, uh, the original news piece came out uh, last month. Yeah, it said that. Um, and they dropped that teaser. There is rumors about the story being about for teenagers, like two boys, two girls, kind of up-and-comer Ghostbusters. Um, Now, when I read, I didn't look back at the old article. I really should, because I could have swore it said something about the original cast being in it. The way you
1: told me last At least a little bit. The way you told me last week was going to be one African-American male, one Oriental woman, one transgender, and then one alien. That's the way you told me last week, pretty...
0: <laughs> at first, I thought you were being serious, and <laughs> now I...
1: that's well, that's how I, what I thought I was. This is the way you described it, yeah. last week on the pod. you yeah. guys can always go back in the archives, listen to last week, episode eleven, uh, and that's where Garrett made those
0: grandiose claims about, yeah, yeah, you know me I just well, that's how the casting throw, was being throw done. crap out there, yeah, well, see what sticks on the wall. <laughs> No, definitely did not say that.
1: I'm pretty sure he
0: did. But uh, a month ago, I could I did talk about the original cast coming back because I like I said I could have swore that was in the, that news article. But after reading this, it actually says that the um, none of them plan to be in the movie at this point. Um, but uh, Ernie Hudson, aka Winston Zeddemore, uh, he has touched base with the sequels director, and it's still unconfirmed whether he's going to be in it. But um, I wouldn't be surprised now, like now that people from the original cast are reaching out and kind of, um, hey, this is a cool project. Hey, congratulations on on getting this thing. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing um, some confirmation because I, I feel like you can't have a sequel to the original series without having the original cast in it, at least a, a little bit.
1: Oh, yeah. Even if it's cameos. But I know that. Well, that I, I feel, like, Affleck, I feel I... like
0: I feel like it has to be more than a cameo. Because it has to tie the bridge from two to three. Like so there has to be some sort of like almost like training part where they're like, hey, here's our gear, here's this, or like this is how you do this. Like I feel like maybe like the first first act for the first one like one or two acts of the movie need to have some sort of like almost like training montage or something or introduction with the old characters, and then maybe in act three, you know, something happens and they're gone and then it's just up to the kids. But
1: at one point I know Dan Aykroyd. I thought that he owned part of the IP, um, so I wouldn't be surprised if he gets like an executive producer credit, even if he's not doing anything uh, hmm. on the film. Yeah. But I know he did say, and he has said in a couple of different interviews in the past, that he, he did have a script at one point for a third film, and nothing ever came from it. Hmm. So I don't know if they're going to be retooling that, or if this is a whole new thing, and if they've just they've garbaged that, that idea.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting, especially now that it's like official um, as to who's going to be uh, directing it. Like with Jason Reitman directing it, I wonder if he might even want like a little bit of a say in it. Like his dad was the original director and um, worked a lot with that, so I, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. But yeah, so I just this is kind of almost a retcon to what we said a few episodes ago about you know originally I said all the cast members were going to be in it well, according to this news article. None of them are. Um, Confirmed, uh, but, you know, maybe uh, um, Ernie Hudson may or may not be in it, seeing as he's spoke to Jason Reitman directly. Um, but we will have to wait until, wait and see until 2020. Uh, next news article here comes from Anna Dumarag at Screen Rant. Chris Pratt confirms James Gunn's off-the-chain Guardians 3 script is being used. So it was big news last year when James Gunn was fired by Disney uh, for some tweets that he did like some old tweets 10 years ago, like forever ago. Like Twitter first came out, he did some tweets that were um, maybe a little off base. Um, But I mean, since then, he had it was one of those deals where, like, since then, he had acknowledged them, he had apologized for them. He never deleted them, but he, you know. They were kind of put to rest until just last year. Someone dug him back up. Um, and apparently his original like apologies and kind of times he addressed it didn't really matter, I guess. <laughs> um, and in a very quick knee jerk reaction, Disney's like, you're fired. Get out of here. Donald Trump style. Mm. And uh, um, yeah, it was sad because he like Guardians 1 and 2 are some of my favorite Marvel movies. Like they are killer. Agreed. And the fact that he was gone, everyone's like, "Well, okay, what does that mean? Like, who's going to write the script? Who's going to direct the movie? Like, what is going on?" Um, and so it's hearing this. So Chris Pratt confirmed in a it was an interview for the new um, Lego movie. He was doing some uh, um, some promotion around for the recent film. Uh, Pratt was asked about the status of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three after its production was put on hold. Uh, It was originally supposed to start this year in production, Um, but it was put on hold due to guns firing. While the actor maintains that the film will eventually happen, he confirmed that they're using gun script for the film as well. As it turns out, Pratt has read the script and he has nothing but good things to say about it. So that's awesome, even though they fired him, um, which, I mean, I guess that makes it Huh, a little complicated, I guess. So, is he going to get still get credit in the movie? I imagine for his script. Or, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that he will. Or since he got fired, like, are they just kind of like going to totally like blacklist him, and maybe they'll retool it just enough to where, uh, oh no, it's so and so's script. It's not his mm. script anymore. Like, it's ninety nine percent his, but that one percent made it like. I don't know legal enough to just put slap someone else's name. I don't know. It'll no, be the, interesting. But the
1: main the main characters from the uh, from the cast have all kind of stood in solidarity. I know oh, that. Oh yeah, at, they've at points, all been behind him. At points, they've said that they don't want anything to do with the with uh, future films if he's not attached. So I don't know if they've gone back on that. Sometimes a couple of dollar bills getting thrown out there will like change your opinions and your beliefs real fast.
0: Well, I think, yeah, they've definitely said that. And I know they, they've stood behind Gunn since the beginning, <clears throat> but I think, um, I think having his script being used would be enough for them to still do the movie. Like, even though he wouldn't, wouldn't be directing, it's still very much his, his work and his kind of, um, entire, uh, creativity and imagination kind of being poured into this, at least to an extent. So, um. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was awesome. I love Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. They're some of my favorite Marvel movies, and uh, James Gunn is the man. Um, but, yeah, there's also some cool, and this, was, this is kind of old news, but I don't know if we've ever necessarily talked about it on the podcast. But it says, for Gunn's part, the filmmaker seems to have already moved on, scoring a script-writing gig at Warner Brothers, which is interesting because – he went from Marvel, and now he will be working with DC. For so he's going to be working for its upcoming new take on DC's Suicide Squad. So he's possibly writing a script for the sequel,
1: which is amazing because is awesome. it, it could totally use uh, somebody like him with his credibility and someone his, someone good.
0: Oh, because <laughs> the first Suicide Squad Not was a so giant good. turd. Not so good. It was a big, big poopy. Uh, as of now, he's reportedly also. I can't being-
1: believe you said "big poopy on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna get hate tweets, Garrett. He can't no, say things like it's that. fine. No, I don't think that it is. When I, I say hope
0: you- that, when I when I said that word, like I guarantee you, everyone just thought of the poop emoji. It's so cute, cuddly. That that you know.
1: There, that's the thing. There's nothing cute about real poop. No-
0: but it's because I said poopy. If I oh, just said you poop had, or...
1: Oh, I had the I-E on it. Or like all of a diarrhea. It's like,
0: like, like, that's a group. But if I the oh, you, IE or just a Y. That's all you need is a Y. There are no extra letters. No, you
1: got to put I I don't know why... It's it, poopy. Yeah, it just makes it cutesy.
0: I guess so. I don't know. And
1: now I'm seeing the poop emoji and yeah, I can't... see? That's cute. Gosh, there's something so wrong with you. <laughs>
0: um, uh, I lost my spot in the article. But anyways, yeah. DC is going to be... Is uh, trying to pick him up to write the next Suicide Squad script, and I think like that's exactly what DC needs. They need some good directors, some good writers um, to come in there and just revamp the system. And I mean, yeah, he he nailed it with with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Nailed it in Marvel. He almost he knows like the secret sauce. He knows a secret formula. I know that What's James Gunn is from James Gunn is DC. listening
1: to the pod right now. Garrett? Oh yeah, okay. he, he listens every so, week. Hi James. Hi, it's JJ. From- Super gamer boys. Hey, um, so I remember the first film um, fairly good, but I just want to say to you, sir, if uh, if you can, uh, I got a little request, <laughs> more Harley Quinn, sir, more Harley Quinn. If you could just keep that in mind, that's going to make it go great. Uh, you really don't even have to do much, just two to two and a half hours of Harley Quinn and you got it. In fact, just do away with the whole suicide squad thing. Just call it Harley Quinn. Thank you, sir. That was it. I know I know he was I know he was listening.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he was. Yeah. He listens every week. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. But uh we support you, sir. So that's do you okay. Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn, okay. Harley Quinn. That's, that's what you want. I,
1: oh, come on, Garrett. Where? What are you winking at me for? I, mean, it? What no, I, oh, I wish you guys could see the facials right now. The pod needs to be on YouTube or something. We need to be able to see how you're behaving because you're such a deviant. You're such a lich. And you are just playing it up for like- Hi uh, the uh, Christian missionary kid, you know I never ever say anything harmful, but over here you're a winking a nudgy like, holly queen, uh, and he's doing like the you know the the silhouette of the of the woman with the uh you know the body sculpt you know, like he's doing some of that stuff like the hourglass, yeah, he's doing like the hourglass in the air right now, like woo like come on, grow up, man, grow up juvenile
0: Gary uh, j a. Oh yeah, you um,
1: deny it all you want, but denial going, ain't just a what river What I was going to
0: say is, Suicide Squad was awful. Like all of those characters were awful. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind if they just completely had like all new characters in this new Suicide Squad. That's what I was really going to say. Like, not one character was was good in Suicide Squad. <sighs> <laughs> like what were... are you thinking man james Gunn's listens to the podcast yeah he didn't direct the first one he's making a new no, second one so i'm telling i don't him. want you to
1: put that poison into his head mr Gunn. turn go ahead and turn the turn the pot off for a second is he gone
0: i i don't know you tell me i think
1: that he might be gone okay listen <laughs> i don't want him to hear you saying anything disparaging about harley quinn She's amazing. She's not So do amazing. me a favor. Do the rest of the, the audience a favor. Shut up. All right, uh, Mr. Gunn, you can come back in. Thank you, sir. Okay. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Yeah.
0: So, uh, despite repeated reassurance from people involved that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 will eventually happen, it's unwise to wait too long to get the project in production. As far as what's known about on the script, the events of Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame will be the springboard to the hero's next adventure. And if, they're going to be a slew, and if there's going to be a slew of films come out first that don't necessarily have a significant link to Thanos' story, by the time the threequel comes out, it would feel out of place. The problem is, even if Marvel Studios wants to move forward with the project quickly, they might have a hard time looking for someone to helm the flick, especially since most of the rumored top picks Uh, for director, don't want to take over because they feel like it's supposed to be Gunn's job. So that last little paragraph was just basically talking about um, rumors are, yeah, the script for Volume 3 is supposed to be super closely tied with how the Avengers Endgame will end. Um, So if, you know, Endgame comes out in April and then, uh, I don't know, there's like five or six other Marvel movies that come out before guardians of galaxy volume three comes out people are worried that's because it's, it's going to get lost. Um, like the train of thought or like the story line will get lost kind of in translation because it's like, Oh, there's all these Marvel movies that have come out and then boom, all of a sudden randomly we're getting guardians of the galaxy, which takes place way back here, you know, after end game. So, but at this point, like, yeah, no one is, they haven't picked anyone to, to direct the thing. So they can't start production until they have a director. So it'll be interesting to see how they figure that one out.
1: I'm curious. I I have no idea. I haven't looked into it at all, but I'm curious if how many other Marvel movies are kind of in development right now in various stages of development. Because I know that like they try to plan this out up until now that so many come out each year. So I don't with Guardians of the Galaxy not really having a date yet um, or or director even. Uh, I'm curious if they have like a whole lineup of yeah. movies that are um, unrelated in the Marvel universe.
0: So in, in the past, Marvel was very upfront about like, Hey, these are all the movies that are, that are coming. Um, and they gave us logos and they gave us titles for like a year, two years, like, Forever in advance, like people could know exactly. Okay, what's coming out? When's when is it coming out? Um. What's weird is about is what's weird with this phase four they're calling it. I believe like that's or are we in phase three? I don't even know the the Marvel whole phase thing. I think they kind of stopped, kind of they kind of swept under the rug because it's kind of weird, but. This phase currently where it's like Black Panther, Infinity War, Ant-Man and Wasp, Captain Marvel, Avengers 4, and then Spider-Man Homecoming sequel, which it's now called Spider-Man Far From Home, um, they they haven't announced anything beyond this point. Like this is the first time we don't know what's coming. Like we know what's coming in the next, you know, basically until June or whenever Far From Home comes out, I think, um, or July, July 5th. Um, but until like after anything, after that, we have no idea, which is just interesting because, um, well, obviously know,
1: things are going to change with, with game.
0: Yeah. Like that's, I think, and I think that's the reason they haven't announced much more after like Avengers four and then Spider-Man is because the way like infinity war ended and the way I assume end game will end because uh, infinity war l- stops on a cliffhanger. And so if technically Endgame that comes out here in May is going to be, um, uh, it's like part two to infinity war, like very closely tied. Like, cause I, I I'm only explaining this cause I know you haven't seen either right. en, any of the movies and stuff. So the way infinity war <clears> ends, it's just like, what? Like it didn't end. Like, it's kind of like to be continued type thing. Um, and I think they don't want to spoil too much what happens in Endgame. Like it's already kind of a spoiler, the fact that Spider-Man is coming out afterwards. It's like okay, well, obviously Spider-Man, you know, comes out okay. Like whatever happened in the Infinity War and Endgame, like apparently he's okay because he's in Europe and doing. Unless it's a prequel that they haven't talked to us, uh, you know, told us about. It could maybe happen before Infinity War, um, but they, as far as we know, they haven't mentioned that. Um. So yeah, I think at this point, I'm sure they have stuff in development and they're working on it, but. Um, it is kind of crazy that we don't know, like, is it going to be a Black Panther 2, an Ant-Man 3, Doctor Strange 2, Captain Marvel 2? Like, what is this going to look like? So uh. I know
1: there was talk a couple of years ago, there was talk about uh, Robert Downey Jr. getting out and um, them trying to possibly replace with uh, younger, younger people. So I don't know if maybe that's another issue where they just recast everybody.
0: Yeah, maybe. I they might try to do some sort of like young Avengers thing or something. Um that wouldn't be interesting. Uh I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Like that would be cool. Kinda like pass the mantle off to the next generation, but at the same time, like they've just spent, you know, eighteen movies building up these characters. Like it's been eleven years now building up these characters. Like they're so beloved. I don't know, it seems crazy to to, to stop that. But I guess, you know, it has to end at some point. Like they can't do it forever. So maybe they can know. get the
1: kid who plays Bruce Wayne on Gotham to come in and be the new Iron Man. You're welcome. I just, I just cast that. That's what I do, Garrett.
0: I mean, he, he wouldn't be <laughs> a terrible other than the personality. I feel like he, he doesn't have the personality at all, but, uh, you know, he definitely has, has the look. I think you could play off the, I mean, he does very well pulling off the, the million, the, the billionaire playboy. So he already <laughs> plays that as Bruce Wayne. So it's just, you know, throw him in an Iron Man suit, right? I would love one
1: chance to play a millionaire or billionaire playboy. Just one chance. If I get, if somebody wants to give me. You should audition for Tony Stark. You can, <laughs> if he was like a short, fat dude, like with a receding hairline. I mean, he's short. That is true. Robert like, Downey Jr. That is just off.
0: real short, dude. I can pull that Like off. If you notice in all the scenes he shoots, he's always wearing like these big platform boots and stuff like that.
1: I can imagine me playing Iron Man and the suit not really fitting, you know, <laughs> and them just being like, oh, Tony Stark's kind of let himself go, you know, living the life of luxury, you know? Like you just, you know, kind of overdoing it on the donuts or whatnot. You know, I can imagine. Can okay, you imagine? Okay. Yeah, no, I can. I can see it. I think in order to get into the mindset of playing Tony Stark, I think that I would be, I would be needing to get like a whole lot of money. Like just to be able to like, I, hey guys, I got to get into the mindset of being really rich. So if you guys just gave me a whole lot of money, you know, yeah. I just got to go nuts with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, we're, we're, you know, we're on a roll, you know, pa- <laughs> Patreon just launched a couple of weeks ago. So this
1: is totally true and we are just killing it.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, actually, I forgot to mention at the top of the show, but if you haven't checked out our Patreon, go to patreon.com supergamerboys, and uh, um, yeah, cost, toss us a couple bucks if you have a couple bucks laying around, and uh, it'll come right back to you in the form of a podcast or a Twitch stream. You know, we're looking to do more and more for you guys each and every week, and uh, every little bit helps. Okay, the next news article here is an awesome one. Uh, it is Apex Legends drew 10 million players in three days. This is by Shabana Arif over at IGN. So, a game by uh, Respawn, uh, a development studio that works uh, very tightly with EA. EA produces all their stuff. Um, Put out a new um, Battle Royale game just last week. I want to say it was Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, and, man, it was, I played it, I think it came out Tuesday, and I played it Wednesday with a buddy. Uh, shout out to Derek. Um, What's up, Big D? And, uh... I don't, I don't, I don't know. Did people call him Big D? Uh, they do now.
1: Well, they do now! What's up, Derek? (laughs) Big D!
0: Um, yeah, and within, so let me read this article, because there's multiple updates. That's the even cooler thing about this. They put out an article, like, hey, this game is killing it, uh... And then the next day, let's see, update one. Following Respawn's announcement of Apex Legends' strong success in its initial hours, EA has confirmed how many players jumped into the new Battle Royale in its launch day. During the Electronic Arts Q3 earnings call, EA confirmed that 2.5 million players tried out the Titanfall Universe set competitive game in its first 24 hours and had a peak concurrent of 600,000 players during that first day. So within the first two and a half, or not two and a half, I was going to say days, first 24 hours, very different, first 24 hours, they already had two and a half million players and 600,000 people at one time were playing. <sighs> like guess just seems insane. It's a lot of people. Especially because, so this game is even more incredible because it was shadow dropped, which means like there was no advertising at all. They did people didn't even know this was being developed. It they literally just they had been making it in secret and then they just, you know, mic dropped, you know, JJ's favorite Yeah,
1: drop the mic. They
0: walked out, dropped their game, dropped the mic, you know, peace out. And people were, like, losing their minds. Like, what? We had no idea this was happening. What's Mm -hmm. going on? This is a free-to-play Battle Royale game. What's the
1: Titanfall thing? It's
0: connected? So Respawn uh, made a game. It's an Xbox-exclusive game called Titanfall. There's two of them, Titanfall and Titanfall 2. The first one was a multiplayer-only game. And uh, it kind of centers around, you know... You're a human, and you can jump, and you can call down these titans. They're called, hence the name Titanfall. They fall from the sky. You call them in, they fall. You jump in it. It's basically like a mech shooter game. Like it's yeah. like a, you jump in your big robot and shoot guns and blow stuff up. Um, What's not to love? Yeah, right. And then uh, the second one came out a few years back, um, maybe two years ago, if I remember correctly. Um, and that one actually had a a single-player story campaign to it because everyone after playing the first one like we love this multiplayer you guys killed it give us a story second one came out they did a story it was underwhelming um not because it was a bad game but because they released it like a week before battlefield one came out which is also an ea game they're both made by or both you know published by ea games and for some reason ea thought it was a good idea to release two games that they were publishing within a week of each other. Um, So Titanfall 2 came out, and then a week later, uh, Battlefield came out, Battlefield 1, and then people... So people were like, well, we're going to play Battlefield 1. Like, that's a franchise we know and love, and it's been around forever since, like, the 90s, you know. And Titanfall is, you know, a fun game and all, but doesn't have as big of a, (laughs) you know, fan base. Um, So, yeah, that's what Titanfall is. So this game... Literally has nothing to do with Titanfall, other than it su- supposedly takes place in the Titanfall universe, 30 years in the future after Titanfall Two. Um, but there's no robots. Uh, well, there's robots. There's no mechs. There's no big mechs. You're not running around in a suit like there's no crazy stuff like that. It just takes place in the universe. Um, but uh, man, so that's the first 24 hours. Now there's an update on f- February 7th, which was Friday, I believe. Um, Sorry, Thursday. Um, So, Respawn Entertainment's Vince uh, Zampella has announced yet another major milestone in player count for Apex Legends. Uh, Zampella announced on Twitter that 10 million players have tried out Apex Legends in just 72 hours. Mm. EA previously confirmed 2.5 million had played the first day, meaning an additional 7.5 million jumped in in the subsequent two days. Apex Legends also hit 1 million peak concurrent players in those three days so that that's insane so in three days they've hit and and again this article came out was up less updated on thursday so i can't imagine what the number is up to now that it's you know it's monday's day recording um so in three days they have 10 million players and over a million people all playing at the same time like concurrent players like that's so cool Cause this game literally came out of nowhere and immediately is just like grabbed everyone's attention. It's grabbed our attention too. So we both played it and we both really loved spoiler. it. Spoiler. Yeah. Does this guy have a spoiler. Hey, we can talk, we can do it. We We're going to talk about what you're playing, <laughs> but we might as well talk about it now. We're doing the news on it. So, um, what are your thoughts on it? You played a little bit. What, I did. What did you think? So you,
1: you actually came to work and told me, oh man, I played, I played this game with a friend and, uh, you you just kind of threw it out there and i saw that it was free and so i was curious you know we we've got we got the fortnite at the house fortnite is is kind of uh, the juggernaut in our home and um Which the, is whole, the worst it's, it's the uh, worst not not great but um gosh i hope we don't get any fortnite hate now <laughs> but
0: bring my, it on but, i want all the fortnite hate
1: but my wife and my son love it it's it's very popular in my house i use it as uh As, um, a punishment, no more Fortnite Well, my son is like, you know, in a straight line, whatever you want, father, (laughs) you know? And he's just like, you know, he's out scrubbing the the concrete and cleaning it, you know, just doing whatever he's got to do in order to be able to get to play his Fortnite game. So, um, I said, okay, I'm going to check this out. So I downloaded it and then got an opportunity to, to play it. And he was there. And of course, you know, like in the past, he saw me play call of duty black ops, uh, the blackout, you know, yeah. and he said, well, it looks like a cheap version, like a knockoff ripoff of Fortnite. Dad. I
0: just, every time you say that, I just yeah. shake my head. Like, it it just, just blows my mind. Isn't that it that funny?
1: That's... And um, so this time around, he he got to sit there and play with me. I loved it. And I'm not a huge Battle Royale fan. I know that that's kind of the, the thing right now is the Battle Royale. Very popular. There, there's a million of them now. That are running around. I thought it was wonderful. It's such a diverse amount of characters that are so colorful, and um, I just had a blast with that. I love the world. It's very similar and reminiscent uh, to Blackout, actually, to the Call of Duty
0: franchises. What it, it, maybe in graphical look? That's but what I, I mean. But in I, graphical. Think, I think that's about about it. But um, and yeah, so I'm right there with you. I I love this game. Like I loved PUBG back in the day. I still love it, but I just never play it as much anymore and don't have, like, Battle Royale games, I think, are way more fun with friends. So playing Solos and PUBG, not that exciting. Um, Being able to jump in a squad, though, with, you know, some of your other friends, that's that's a lot of fun. Fortnite never caught my attention because it's just, the building mechanic's horrible. Uh, It's way too, like, cartoony and zany and... I feel like it's not, it's not a shooter game. Like, I want a shooter game. If I play Battle Royale, I want to shoot things, and I want it to feel good when I shoot things. Like, the controllers will be fluid and feel good in your hands. Um, Fortnite didn't have that, but PUBG sort of had that with a little bit of jank, but it had that. And then Blackout was killer. I love Blackout. Um, but playing this game, like, it felt so good to jump in there. Like, oh, man, this is, like, a good shooter. Like, it feels really good, real snappy real smooth, um, and uh, I really enjoy how you can choose your character, because Battle Royale, ga- Royale games, the whole premise is like everyone is on equal footing, everyone essentially plays the same character, like none of the upgrades you get, like even in Fortnite you get skins and you get all this stuff, like that doesn't make you better, it just makes you look cooler, but you're still the same like character essentially.
1: These have different specialties and everything, which is amazing. In Apex
0: Legends, there are these legends that you can play as. And when you start the game, there are um, five. I think there's five or six. I think there's six people unlocked, and then there's two people you can – because there's eight total. Mm -hmm. Um, So there are, yeah, six people unlocked right off the bat, and then the other two you either can purchase with in-game currency that you win as you play – um and you can slowly build it up uh, or you can just you know pay the five bucks of real hard cold hard cash um and get it quickly um but there i don't know there's such cool characters like the designs are really cool looking um the personalities are awesome the special abilities that you have so they all have different special abilities so there's healer classes there's one that are, so you can so in a squad you know you have your healer who can just throw out a med kit out there save your life mm-hmm. you have the big defense dude like, you know, J- uh, Gibraltar, Jibraltar. I love him. Mm-hmm. You can like send out the artillery and just bomb the crap out of people. So I'm
1: curious because I don't play a lot of other Battle Royale games. This is my first real foray other than Fortnite. And my son, Lee, he loved this game and he actually can't wait to play this game again. I don't want him to play it without me. Uh, cause it is a little more graphic than, oh, yeah. you know, than Fortnite and stuff. But, um, I did let him play with me a little bit and, um, what he got to see was great. And he did mention to me, uh, I said, "Hey, what do, you, what do you think in comparison to Fortnite?" And he said, "This looks a lot more real, Dad. This is awesome." So, I mean, <laughs> that's pretty great when you're able to, you know, crack away at that that Fortnite love and say, "Like, hey, there is other options out there. There's other great stuff that you can, you know, and it's a different a different way to do it. It's that first person perspective, but." I didn't hate it. I loved it. I thought it was a lot of fun. And and he enjoyed it too. First time he's ever played a first person perspective game. Okay. And so that was really cool. What I really loved about it, not having a lot of battle royale knowledge, was it had the counters on there. So like one thing is like, well, we're playing. It'll show you how many kills you ha- you have mm, yeah. and your partners have and your opponents have. So like we're sitting at like zero kills. and Yeah, man, I and think still, I have
0: like two and I've been playing for days. <laughs> right. I only have two kills.
1: Well, there was there was ones that were jumping up where like Lee and I were watching. Oh, man, this guy that we're playing at, he's a champion and we're going against him and he's got 37 kills. Then we were playing and there was a kid who was on there who had 140 something kills. Jeez, and it's just like crazy. wow. Like this is no joke. We we feel so unworthy.
0: Yeah, no, so that's insane. That
1: counter, I don't know if that's that's something that other battle royale games but I really enjoyed that. I thought that's kind of a cool thing that it keeps track of of how many characters you've killed.
0: Yeah, no, it's there's a lot of cool features in Apex Legends and it's completely free, so if you have a PC, if you have an Xbox one, if you have a PS4, go download it. Um, at this point, there's no cross play um, where like Fortnite technically, if you have a Nintendo switch, you can play with your friend who has a computer, who has, you can play with your friend who has a PlayStation, who has a friend, who can, you can play with your phone, like everything's interconnected. Um, this doesn't have it currently, but there's rumors um, and speculation that it'll pro- it could come soon. So that would be awesome too, like because I have a lot of all my buddies have Xbox ones. And so it'd be nice to be able to play some Apex Legends with them, but we will see. Alrighty, guys, we're going to jump ahead to the what you're playing section. Um, this week, uh, we already talked about our Apex Legends love. Um, uh, Friday night, I played more Resident Evil 2. Um, so I am literally. Probably about an hour away from beating the game. I'm in the final chapter, the secret lab, you know, I'm right at the end getting ready to take down Umbrella Corporation for good. Nice. And, uh...
1: Have you convinced Trudy to come in and and watch you a little bit more? Or is it, like, not happening?
0: No. If I play it uh, and she's in the house, like, not even (laughs) just in the room, but in the house, I have to use headphones because she doesn't like the sound of the zombies. (laughs) And then, yeah, it's... And if she's, so if she's not home, it's just like I turn on it. We have a sound bar, like the Vizio sound bar, a subwoofer. Like I crank that sucker up. It's like surround sound, baby. <laughs> like, yeah. Bring me all the zombies. But. You leave the lights on when you're doing it? Oh, yeah. You don't play me, this game in the dark. Of course. No, if you play this game in the dark, you're a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I'm loving Resident Evil. Uh, it's It's been such a fun game. How's I can't, the
1: story been?
0: So the story... Is good. Um, As good as Resident Evil stories could be. I feel like it's just as kind of like convoluted and crazy and, you know, off the wall as Resident Evil stories are. Very Japanese. But it's it's still so fun. Like, I'm still enjoying it. It's the characters are, like, great. The story, like, the setting is great. I love Raccoon City. It's such a cool setting. Um,
1: Is the story, for the most part, still pretty much the same story from the
0: original? Uh, so I I can't really speak to that. As I mentioned previous episodes, like I've I never really played the original mm-hmm. in full or anything. Mm-hmm. Like I have bits and pieces here and there. Okay. Um so I don't know how close I from what I've heard from other, you know, news outlets and podcasts and stuff, it is different. Like they did change things up and kind of remix it a little bit just to fit a little better in like today's updated. Kinda, yeah, just um kind of like the story type tropes and stuff that we have today. Uh but Man, if you haven't picked up Resident Evil Two, it's it's everywhere Xbox One, PC, PS4. Like you have to go get this game because it is so much stinging fun. It's so scary. Oh, so a new thing that I've experienced was uh, there's this character called Mister X or the Tyrant. That is the most terrifying thing. Having him chase you around during this game. <laughs> so he is basically. I feel like it's similar. It's basically like a, cause you've played, you've played or at least heard of like the third one. There's the nemesis. Nemesis. Yeah. So I think it's supposed to be like kind of like gen one of the nemesis. So like this tyrant or Mr. X, he hunts you. Like you hit a certain part in the point in the game at, at the police station. And all of a sudden he starts like chasing you down hallways and stuff. And he can like bust through walls, like, you know, like Hulk smash through walls and stuff. And there's like certain music when he, or first you hear his footsteps. You just hear, Poof. You know? And that so you know he's nearby, so you just <clears throat> stop and move. Mm-hmm. But if you make too much noise in the room or like if he spots you, all of a sudden his, his footsteps start pick up like boo, 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 as he's coming towards you. Can you
1: hide from him?
0: So he he'll be chasing you down a hallway, up and down stairs, and all of a sudden this intense music comes in. It's just like really like shrill, like violins and you know, cellos like your typical horror music, just like, da, 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 like I don't know, it's craziness. Uh my Every time, like I heard that sound, my palms would get so sweaty. My whole body would tense up. Like I'd be like chilling, like laying, lounging on the couch, playing like ah, zombies, whatever. Liquor, no big deal. Also, Mister X, I literally like sat straight up and was like stiff as a board. Like it was the most terrifying. The thing. first
1: time you're talking about
0: every time because it always catches you off guard. You're like, "Ooh, I'm, whew, I'm safe," you know. I'm good to go. I'm yeah. just like chilling here. I'm gonna, you know, figure out this puzzle, and then you hear that, boo, boo. And anyways, yeah, so he chases you, and uh, you can outrun him, and you can hide from him. So, like, usually, once you get, like, a couple rooms in between you and him, or, like, you you know, you, you're on the ground floor, if you can manage to get up the stairs and get in a couple rooms, you know, he'll lose track of you. he'll, but he'll search in the area where he thinks you might be. So it's not like he's just gone, he just kind of, he just searches a little slower. Um, and if you make too much noise, yeah, he'll come right for you like I accidentally stumbled across a liquor fired my shotgun off a couple times killed the thing but then all of a sudden in the background I heard his big monstrous footsteps coming down the hallway and he just looks like a normal dude with like he kind of looks like a just like a a mummy a little bit like his face is kind of like dried out a little bit he has really bad dry skin (laughs) <laughs> he's about eight he's got foot su- he's got psoriasis there. yeah he's about eight foot tall uh hulking huge arms like su- like think of like if Arnold Schwarzenegger had really bad dry skin mm. like that's what he looks like but he ha- and he has like a like this little he reminds me of uh like in the noir film like the little private investigator like that type of like fedora, oh, fedora hat with like this big black trench coat on uh-huh. he's terrifying and he like <laughs> follows you around um Man,
1: So be honest, Garrett, in your playing of this and you're talking about how tense everything is, has there been a little, has there been any like, ah, has there been any no, kind yeah. of like.
0: No, all the time. That's what I'm saying. I don't, <laughs> even in the in life. I in just want to know if you like screaming or
1: throwing the controller or I, like I, overreacting. Yeah, no,
0: I've straight, I haven't like thrown a controller or anything, but there's been so many times I've just like. I've shook so hard, like all of a sudden something will jump out. I'm like, ah, like you know, I I jump and react to this game so much. It's just so like you terrifying. did on the uh, on
1: the stream when we were doing the Twitch stream. and If you haven't, you can always go back on Twitch TV, uh, the Super Gamer Boys, and you can always watch Garrett overreact. Like, yeah, you know me. Remember, I was keeping it cool. I want you to remember that, just like that, how I kept it cool. Yeah. I didn't scream like a little girl.
0: <laughs> no, but. That's what I, Man, so I my wife asked too. me,
1: like, hey, did you, did you do did okay? Did you like a little girl? You know, what's that, what's that wet stain around your crotch area? And I was like, Gary, yeah, he's, he accidentally knocked in him. I was drinking some, <clears throat> some lemonade at his house and he knocked it into my crotch just perfectly in my crotch area. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so. That's and so ever, everyone needs to play Resident Evil just to have the pants scared off of them it's so good right? i can't wait to get back and that's the whole, that's the twisted thing about it is it's so terrifying but it's always like I can't wait to get back and play that. Like I need to go play that some more. Yeah. It's
1: it's such a fun game. I love to be scared. I I love to
0: be scared so bad.
1: I loved coming over and doing that stream with you that we did. And I can't wait to do it again. I know I mentioned to you before about us doing a, doing another Twitch stream. And I'm thinking uh, that it would be kind of cool if we did a Twitch stream uh, with Claire, with the female character and did that through the, through another run. Yeah. You know, after you get done with this one, I think that'd be kind of cool. So then we can see how we how we can control women. Part the,
0: nope. Not, nope. Not 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 possible. That's not a thing that we should do.
1: No. It's what you said we were gonna do. It's off off <laughs> JJ, air.
0: You said You know you can't say things like this. You can't say things like that. I just did. <laughs> you can't.
1: You you said
0: <laughs> no, I didn't that's, say. <laughs>
1: that's right. Garrett.
0: I, I want to be able to keep doing this podcast for a long time. <laughs> I don't want to be shut down you're because thinking, of something stupid you say. I'm the, sorry.
1: The FCC is not listening. It, I'm not afraid of the FCC. A, you're, you're, I'm afraid of the wife.
0: <laughs> I'm afraid of just like offending people who there's no need to offend. Yeah, like,
1: we don't want to be offensive. I'm sorry <laughs> for what God <Gert> said.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever.
1: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. I and mean, if you have a lot of mailing to do,
0: that this weekend you saw a movie.
1: Yes, I did. I took the family um to go see the new Lego movie too. And it was amazing. We had so much fun. You remember the, the first Lego movie, of course. Oh, it was incredible. Had all the greatest music. Everything is awesome. Everything is good. Okay, so that stuff was stuck in everybody's head for the longest time. And true true story, I still got it stuck in my head. Still, every once in a while, I'll be working randomly, walking around a house, stepping over huge wet piles of dog poo. Everything is awesome, and I think I'm telling myself that just to try <laughs> yeah. to like take myself to a good space, you know, just trying to. It's like that that meme you see on. Is cool when you're part of a team. <laughs> <laughs> that,
0: that meme you see on Twitter and Facebook of like the dog sitting in that the house that's on fire and just says this is fine <laughs> this, <laughs> like that's that's our that's that's our lives so no.
1: there there are so much fun 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 stuff in this movie and the music is once again incredible in this one they take the everything is awesome theme and they kind of remixed it a little bit nice. and made it into what what they call tween dream. So it was like an upbeat, uh, kind of a techno version of everything is like awesome. uh, It was great. It just amazing. Another uh, song. Even more upbeat? It was amazing. <laughs> Can it be any faster? It was like girly and like a little, you know, tweeny, you know? Like it's hard to explain. It's like the things that they added to it were just fun. Uh, there was one song uh, – I can't remember the exact verbiage, but it was a, this song is going to be stuck in your head. It's going to be stuck in your head. And it's, so it's all about the song being stuck in your head. Amazing. <laughs> and then the song that like broke hearts and, uh, and everything else was, uh, everything's not awesome. That's not really realistic. It's okay if it's not awesome. <laughs> it was
0: just an amazing Jeez, song. A downer.
1: Oh, it was it was so down. You know, yeah. like it was like let's be more realistic. Everything's not awesome. <laughs> it it was great. What a what a fun movie. Uh, I had a fifty dollar gift card to go see the movie with my family, and my daughter is fifteen, and we're pulling up, and we're kind of running a few minutes behind. So I hand the card to her, and then I handed her another twenty. Thinking just in case it's over and above the $50, just use the cash after that. So I go in, my daughter hands me the card and says, dad, there's $30 left on the card. And I'm like, wait, what, 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 wait, what just happened? And she said, well, I gave him the 20 and then I used the card. I'm like, no, 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 you were supposed to use a card. And then the cash <laughs> oh, was just in case. No. Yeah. So <laughs> we, st- I still have a card with 30 bucks on it. And my wife, as my daughter was getting out of the car, said, no, JJ, don't let her do it. She's going to mess it up. And my daughter, like, kind of got agi- added, agitated, a little attitude, <laughs> you know, that teenage angst. And she said, I'm not stupid, mom. I can totally do this. And then of course she messed it up. It was horrible. Jeez. And like then I find myself just kind of laughing and going, Oh, it was perfect. <laughs> it was perfect.
0: Hey, now you have an excuse to go back to the movies. Well, though.
1: there you go. And that's why I'm thinking, date night, super gamer boys. We're gonna go see you something. Something. hey okay, I'm down. Okay. If we can
0: figure it out, I'm well,
1: down. I just need to get permission to like take you on a date and not my wife. Uh, That's the only, I don't know if that's going to work. Yeah,
0: well, you Uh, work that out first. I'll Uh, stay out of that.
1: I will let you know how that works. (laughs) Um, Honey, it's for the pod. It's for the pod. (laughs) Yeah,
0: right. Cool. Uh, Well, we are going to get into the question of the show. So we had a listener write in by the name of, and this is their Twitter handle, Kajoma01 on Twitter. They sent us a message with some some yeah, really cool kind of just uh, thoughts on the podcast, and you know, crit- they they really were horrible to us. You know, critiques, criticism. It was hor- not just I kidding. don't blame you, Kajoma no. zero one. No, no, there was tons of love, tons of support. How do you and know it's
1: not Hispanic and it's like Cajoma, Because
0: they actually sent me uh, how to pronounce it in in their message. So
1: oh, they yeah. sounded it out phonetically. Yeah,
0: exactly. Nice. Um. So yeah, thank you so much for that awesome message, and then uh they commented on something and said what are some of your favorite songs or albums of all time actually i think i've added the of all time part you asked what are your favorite songs and albums and if we listen to music and i kind of tweaked it a bit to you know more encompass maybe you know because maybe we're not listening to anything right now but what are your favorite uh songs or albums or artists i'm going to change it to artists as well of all time
1: Kojoma that Zero One, that is an amazing question. Uh, I I don't know about Garrett, but I have the craziest, most eclectic mix of different music that I love.
0: I love so much different stuff. Oh, no, I, I love it. The only thing, I love everything. That's what, that's what I normally tell people. I love everything except for country because that's trash. Country is trash. I'm just going to say it right here. Hot takes by Garrett Morlang. Country music can just go away.
1: Hey, why, why are you giving me the bird right now? What's that about? <laughs> Two of them. Why, I right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I counted both. What is going on with you, man? You're getting a little blue up in here. Um, you know what? I I love so much different stuff. I've gone through s- different seasons in my life. Uh, one moment uh, I remember in high school had long hair. Yeah, I had hair at one point, no, and it was that. super hippie long. We're talking the mid '90s, dude. The mid '90s. I had hair down to the middle of my chest. Uh, I would bleach it, super blonde. Okay. Oh and, man. Oh yeah, dude. I got some awesome pictures. I'll show you another time. <laughs> uh, and. Uh,
0: You're a real Kurt Cobain then.
1: I pretty much had the hair of Kurt Cobain, but longer. <laughs> yeah, I was crazy. Yeah, and uh, I got the munchies a lot in high school. You understand?
0: Just like Kurt Cobain. Just
1: like Kurt Cobain. <laughs> um, and I used to, I used to listen to Metallica, Nirvana, um, Guns N' Roses. All of the old school stuff. I loved the 80s stuff. I loved old Metallica Guns N' Roses. Welcome to the jungle. Um, that's amazing. Welcome to the jungle. We've got fun and games. <laughs> yeah, I love it, and yeah, I for some reason I'm super pathetic. Like when it's on, I'll be singing the words with it. Oh yeah, and I know that there's there's whenever we're somewhere like we're at a restaurant or something, and and that comes on, and I'm singing it. I know that people are going, oh god, look at the old fat guy. Look at that guy just going to town singing to himself. You know, um, but I I love Metallica. Uh, there was a lot of head banging when I was younger. That's probably why I have a bad neck now. A lot of head banging. I think I head banged my hair off. That's yeah, what happened.
0: It makes sense. That, yeah. all, that checks out. Well, Yeah.
1: Um, but then I went through a country phase as I got out of high school. I was trying to reconnect with my redneck roots and I went through this country, listening to all kinds of country music. Then I eventually got really tired of country music. and Cause
0: it's trash.
1: Yeah. <sighs> A lot of the newer stuff is trash, and I don't know why I was I was forcing myself into. I'm I'm a redneck. I'm trying to get back in touch with my roots, and it's trash. So I, after a few years of listening to that, uh, then I went into came to
0: your senses. I
1: became a Christian. Went to
0: rehab. Got out of the country I, music. I, I had to twelve that program.
1: Habit. I became I became a Christian, and and um, I decided that all I needed to listen to was uh, Christian contemporary music all the time. And s- want to know something? a lot of trash in that stuff too. A lot of, there's a lot of great stuff, but there's a lot of like repetitive, pretty much stealing stuff from popular music acts and then turning it into a Christian song. And, and I would force myself to listen to just that and nothing else. And, uh, now I find myself going, man, I love a little bit of everything. So at my house, I, I have no qualms in throwing on Beatles, uh, anything Beatles. My favorite song, Hey Jude. Love Hey Jude, Blackbird. So I will listen to Beatles. I'll throw the Beach Boys on. Wouldn't it be nice? And like, I'll be listening to Beach Boys cleaning the house. Uh, I have no problem in putting on classical music Uh, whenever we're doing stuff or just hanging out, classical music in the background. And I used to laugh at like my in-laws would listen to that stuff and I'm like, what old people, this is pathetic. And now I'm like, I really dig on this stuff. There's some great, great music. Um, but my absolute favorite artist of all time is Johnny Cash.
0: Johnny Cash. I absolutely
1: love Johnny Cash. Everything Johnny Cash touches is gold. Um,
0: I hurt myself Oh today. man,
1: I've watched the video a million times. <laughs> like, I just love it. I'll put it on YouTube and, and uh, listen to it or the man comes around. You know, and all so that good. kind of ain't hey, no grave can hold my body down. And when I hear that trumpet sound, I'm gonna rise right out of the ground. So good. I have hey, I, no I, I some,
0: careful, don't sing too much. We want get guys oh, a lawsuit. Back it up. Uh no I I have a couple Johnny Cash records and man yeah I love Johnny Cash is great I love him yeah but man so that's just a, a lot of good stuff what kind of stuff I, are a you lot into? of the stuff that you listen to I love as well mm-hmm. like that's all the stuff I grew up with whether it's my dad listening to it or grandparent listening to it or a friend listening to it like I honestly everything you said I could just say ditto and like I'm right there with you other than country because it's garbage yeah hot garbage but uh, <laughs> um so for mine. Um, I'm actually... While you were talking, I was even changing the list here on, on the paper you a little bit. You can't do that. did. You, that's
1: not... You can't do that.
0: I changed it. and uh, changed. Um, so, you know, as well as loving all the old classic stuff that JJ just... And it's weird. It's funny to say that. Like I think I said that too... Um, someone before and they're just like oh it's funny you say classic because that's like that's just what they grew up with like i wasn't classic to them at one point now it's considered like classic right? rock and stuff <laughs> like, right like the the that person is like man i feel old <laughs> you saying that i'm like sorry it's what it is <laughs> like it's what they call it nowadays <laughs> but uh i love all that today. But death. classic is 50s and 60s what are you talking about gary yeah, right uh but i wanted to go a little more maybe slightly more modern contemporary I also have some stuff on here from the 90s and early 2000s but some stuff just is great um, but I wanted to go a little more contemporary than you know the 70s and 80s so I have on here um, I wrote I did this a couple times anything and I just have the name of the artist like anything by this artist is great um, my number one is 21 pilots Uh And I know everyone's like, well, everyone loves 21 Pilots. You know, they're whatever. I'm going to be all hipster and say I liked them before they were cool. Oh, that's so hipster. They're one of, you know, I, their albums, um, back in the day vessel was the first one that I jumped into I know they had an earlier one before that, but, um, I had an opportunity to see them at like a small bar in Milwaukee. Like, I don't know, it was like a little tiny show in Milwaukee and I turned it down, but I listened to the album. And, and it was awesome. My friends went, they're like, you should have gone. It was such, like, it was like a tiny little group of people. Like, so it's crazy to go from like, you know, a hundred, 200 people, like in this small little setting to now they're selling out Madison square garden two days in a row. Mm. Like that's where they're at now. Like it's insane. And that was just like five that's years ago or 20, something. 20,000
1: plus people.
0: Yeah. So like, and just. You know, a couple of years they've exploded, but their new album, Trench, is incredible. So I, love I don't,
1: I'm not aware Trench. of any of their songs. Is there a song that I might have heard? I'm, or be, be
0: I guarantee of? you, if you listen to the radio at all, I'm sure you've heard something by them. Um, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll share some stuff after the podcast, but, um, very cool. Yeah. I, um, like off their new album, Chlorine is one of my favorite songs, Nico on the Niners. Um, My two favorite songs actually off the album are Cut My Lip and Bandito. Such good songs. I just love the, and I love their sound. That's what my favorite thing about them is, it's just their sound. They have a very unique and varied sound. Like, it's not like they just have, okay, you can't really just put them in one genre and that's where they are. Like, they do some, like, I don't know, like slam poetry stuff. They do some rock stuff. They do some hip hop stuff. They do some this and that, like all over the place. And it's so cool. Like, they have such a unique sound and they're always switching it up and it's a lot of fun. Uh, my second favorite would probably have to be uh, I again I wrote anything My Chemical Romance um, <laughs> which I know it's cheating it's it's an artist not like a song or an album but if I had to pick one album of theirs that I loved it would be Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge that's the name of their album um, I am a huge <laughs> MCR fanboy uh, you know i you know me, super like emo punk rock, you know, dye my hair black, paint my fingernails black.
1: Currently looks like Flock of Seagulls. He's got like a whole wave thing going on <laughs> in his hair.
0: That's that's me. But, you know, even though I don't look the part, that's I love My Chemical Romance and like that type of music. I don't know. It's just I got an emo soul. I feel pretty
1: old because I don't know who anybody is you're talking about okay. right now. Well, I, uh, and that's, going, and that's, that's why
0: I went more yeah, you know, contemporary. This is, this is like early 2000s and stuff and late 90s because, you know, I figured, you know, the old guy's going to pick the old stuff. Uh, you know? <laughs> oh,
1: man. <laughs> Am I that transparent? <laughs> but, well, uh, that's good because, you know what? We can actually expose uh, different, different things to each other. Yeah. Uh, we'll just to expose each other.
0: Let's expose ourselves that's, to each other. That's
1: not what I, that's not <laughs> what I intended. Yeah. That didn't, no, I know. I didn't come I, I, out
0: I, right. I bet. I bet. No, I, I um, don't mean that. So, yeah, Three cheers for Sweet Revenge. You know, uh, Helena is classic song. Uh, I'm Not Okay, I Promise. Uh, you Know What They Do to Guys Like Me in Prison. Like wait, there's, wait. <laughs> there's some great songs. Start Like album. a Poker
1: Club? What yeah. are they...
0: Well, you'll have to listen to the song and find okay. out. No. <laughs> I'm very um, uncomfortable right now. But yeah, My Chemical Romance, I love their stuff. Um, and uh, I just love that, that crungy kind of rock and roll, you know, kind of emotional, kind of crazy off the wall music. Screamo? Would you call it's it not sc- Screamo. No.
1: <laughs> I've just heard the term Screamo recently. Okay. Somebody was like, I love Screamo. <laughs> so I didn't know what that no, was until I, I looked it up.
0: Yeah. I'm not a fan of Screamo. I like, I enjoy metal, but there's our metal bands out there who like don't scream. Yeah. So it's like screamo is okay in some contexts. It's not, most of the time it's not, at least in my opinion, to each his own. Uh, And then I'm just going to throw just one more out there. I have like about 10 things on this page. Um, So I'm going to throw out one more my number three pick, and then I'm going to do my honorable mention list, because I also Um, have an honorable mention list, and JJ's like, you can't do that. Yeah, he's got like a whole roll of stuff. I have like almost half a page of stuff I was going to recommend, (laughs) but we're running late, so... Uh, My favorite... My third favorite album is... Uh, Mute Math is the name of the band. They have an album called Armistice, and they have a, they have a live version of it. So Armistice by Mute Math is amazing. But if you can ever listen to Armistice live by Mute Math, that is seriously the greatest album you'll ever listen to ever. Like musically, like it is just so incredible. The the sounds and tones. They have the best drummer in the world. Like if I um, had to pick. Yeah, if I had to pick the best drum in the world, given a world like give an award for that, like the best drummer of all time, even Neil
1: Pert, Rush.
0: No. Darren King of Mute Math is a god. Like he is insane.
1: If his name was Neil Pert and he was from Rush.
0: No, definitely not. See,
1: this is this is again your age showing that you just don't know. I, I know who Rush is. I know who
0: Neil Peart is. I've heard his stuff. <laughs> He's amazing, but you know, my icon is Darren King. Like that's the drummer I want to be. Like he is insane. Um, and like the whole last track is like, like eight or nine minutes long. And most of it's just drum solo. It's insane. So I love it. Go listen to everything by mute math, but especially armistice live.
1: Well, I'm going to add one more thing, even though I know we're, we're closing down and everything else. I don't want to admit this. I I did contemplate putting it on my list, but I absolutely love show tunes. Okay. I said it. It's the truth. That's fine. I threw it out there. I'm a man. I'm comfortable. Totally. Hey, hetero. I
0: I love so. <laughs> Derek actually got on my case when we talked about our movies. He's yeah. like, you didn't have Sweeney Todd on there. <laughs> with uh, I was in um, Sweeney Todd with with Johnny Johnny Depp. I was the, in Sweeney so Todd. So great. I, I did a lot of I theater because <laughs> back in back in the day when we were going to school together, uh, we were going to the Bible Bible College out in Wisconsin. We <laughs> literally like would watch this movie. There's a span of like a month where like four times a week, like it was ridiculous. We were watching this movie or listening through the soundtrack while we were doing homework. And we would just sing along with it and like sing it down the hallways and quote it. Like we love Sweeney Todd so much. <laughs> it's, it's great music. Um, so I, I'm right there with you. I like some good show tunes. This, if they're good, I'm, I'm down.
1: Well, I'm going to tell you that the one musical that I did was my absolute favorite. And this is your homework. I want you to, I want you to, you don't have to talk about it on the pod in the future, but I want you to go back and, and listen to some of the music from the show Ragtime. It is some of the most incredible music I've ever heard. I love it. The whole soundtrack to Ragtime is just fantastic. So
0: hmm.
1: it's something okay. they call Ragtime. <laughs> it's amazing. So go listen to that. I to check think you, that out. it's a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. I got to be a white racist in that.
0: Oh, great. Yeah. Like father, well, like son. <laughs> right. right. Oh, no. I was an
1: Irish person called Willie Conklin. And I wouldn't let some people go through to try to get to their car. And it was quite a bit of fun. Jeez. (laughs) I had to apologize to a lot of people uh, backstage. It
0: was just a character, I swear.
1: (laughs) I swear. No, you don't even know. Like, I really didn't do that. (laughs)
0: Um, And like I said, I'm going to throw out my honorable mentions, whether JJ likes it or not. Uh, The album Black Holes and Revelations by Muse. Uh, The Seosin self-titled album. Their white album is awesome. Uh, Avenge, Avenge Sevenfold self-titled album. That's also their white album. That was a really great one. Uh, a Beautiful Lie by 30 Seconds to Mars. And then this is one of my favorites and holds a dear spot in my heart because it was introduced to me by my Aunt Laura. Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness by the Smashing Pumpkins. I love that album. Oh, so good.
1: Nice. Thank you, so, Aunt Laura. So. Is that the one that's married Uncle Tom?
0: no definitely not are you sure yeah i'm positive thank
1: you thank you're not correct no,
0: but melancholy i i love yeah you know she introduced me to smashing pumpkins and yeah melancholy and infinite sadness is such uh such a roller coaster ride of an album but it's it's awesome it's a good one that's a uh, good 90s one so i think you would enjoy it because you're old no yes i am <laughs> cool guys well that's been a, a fun episode hopefully you're even still listening here to the end um, we just have a couple things we want to throw out to you here before we part ways um, as mentioned in the middle of the episode please go check out our patreon at patreon.com super gamer um, we've actually gotten a couple supporters and we just want to say thank you guys so much you guys are awesome um, I won't shout out your names cause you didn't pay for the tier. Ha <laughs> suckers. <Yeah! laughs> but, uh, no, uh, seriously, like you two are, um, amazing friends, uh, to, to the podcast here and we, we love you guys and, uh, man, it's cool because, you know, they, they, they're giving what they can and, you know, every little, every cent like helps. Everything is like, so just. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Both of you guys, you have no idea what it means to us. It's helped us tremendously and it will continue helping us in the future. Yeah.
0: So, down the road, like, we're so excited to see what we can do now with buying movie tickets, buying a game to review, buying new equipment because we really would like to do more streams and stuff. So, it's like, okay, now we can start maybe saving up for that next thing we need to buy. And
1: Garrett's microphone has duct tape on it and it looks like crap and it smells like dirty cheese. So, if we can. That's
0: not true at all. I'm only saying that. Yes, cause and.
1: Because yeah, you, you actually.
0: <laughs> I, I have the nicer microphone than JJ. JJ's. Okay, so mine I got for my birthday from my lovely parents. And uh, JJ's. We, we love you so much, Garrett. Here you
1: go. Merry Hanukkah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> JJ's we bought off Amazon for $13. 13
1: bucks. Yeah, yep.
0: baby. So, so with our Patreon support right now, we could buy in one more microphone. Boom, Boom. I'm telling you, we couldn't buy any anything else that we need to plug it in. But we could have the just microphone. Get the mic. Um, you but, know what? But I make it work. Yeah, you do. You you work that. Way. You put it. You push it to the limit. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> right. I'm redlining constantly. You already yeah. told me you have to every day take my sound down for yeah. some reason.
0: Um, but definitely go check that out because we have some cool like just about us stuff on there. And uh, if you guys have a couple bucks a toss. Um, that would be very much appreciated. If not, you know, don't feel obligated because we love each and every one of you equally for the most part, you know, yeah. yep. except for a couple of you. There's but. a
1: couple of you. We can't stand. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> no, thank you. you. <laughs> if you have a chance, uh, head over to iTunes and leave us a, a review. Uh, you can rate us and review us. So leave five stars and then right below, leave a review, a written review really helps, um, our podcast get out to the masses and, you know, entices more, uh, people to, to listen in. Uh, if you have a question or want to contribute to the show you can contact us at our website supergamerboys.com uh, Click on the contact us tab and shoot us an email or as Kajoma01 did he just hit us up on Twitter uh, You can find us on Twitter Instagram and Facebook just do a search for Super Gamer Boys. You'll see the logo there um, And you can again like direct message us right through those locations and whatever you say Um you know, or any question you send in, we'll, we'll try to get to it on the podcast as soon as we can.
1: And keep in mind, we do have a Twitch channel at twitch.tv, The Super Gamer Boys. Yes, and, we do. And uh, look forward to more
0: amazing, amazing streams. Yeah, if you go follow that, so if you go to the page and uh, click the little heart or click the little follow button on there and then turn on notifications, the next time we go live, you'll get a little email or a little buzz on your phone if you have the Twitch app and it'll say, hey, Super Gamer Boys are live right now. Uh, come check them out. So follow us, that way you'll know uh headed or you'll know exactly when we go live and come watch us uh well you can find me uh my personal twitter is at g moorlang and find jj at at
1: jj purdom
0: and uh we just want to say thank you again to star andrews for our logo Uh, check her out on instagram at ground floor floor clothing co uh, and on facebook at facebook.com slash ground floor clothing
1: star you're a minch I'm told that that means good.
0: Oh, I hope so. I hope that's not another one I need to beep out. I guess I'll look it Google up later. It. Google it, Google <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Man, it's been a good one. It's been a little long, but uh, <laughs> the, 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 a, the good ones, you know, the good ones always are.
1: They always are. So they're always going to be long because they're
0: always good. Yeah.
1: He's Garrett, and I'm JJ. We are the Super Gamer Boys. We love you guys. See you guys next time. Adios.